It's my job to support my husband and it's his job to support me. Just on the way to taking her to school and going to work, I probably caught like six to eight buses. But he came to work and he's like, here's $20, go get your nails done tomorrow. And I was like, hold on a second. When you came to this family, you accepted to be the head of this family, be the king of this home, it's for you to carry a bigger burden than me. There should be no reason why I am busier than you. I am working harder than you. I am outsmarting you. There should be no reason for that. Now, it's not a competition. It's just put yourself in a mindset and truly believe that I can truly carry this family. It has to work or it has to work. Welcome to an episode of Circle of Greatness. Today, we got something special. This is for our couples. This is for our couple, our married couples, our single couples. People trying to figure out this couple thing, that whether you marry, whether you single. And uh, this is my first episode where I get to bring my wife on, y'all. We bring her out. Yeah, we bring her outside. And I got my guy, Meat, returning. He just did a crazy episode with his lovely wife, D. Yeah. And um, these are actually... <laughs> I think it's going to be dope because they are they are they got something called lovepreneur, right? It's all about love and business. So I'm like, we do this couple segment. Who's better to have than this couple who's behind so many other successful couples that helps us in all type of stuff? So, y'all, let's get in. How y'all Thank feeling? You. Hey, we feeling great. Yeah, y'all feeling good? Yeah. yeah. Well, 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 welcome to the pod. Welcome back. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for D, how having you me. I'm just blessed to be here. My husband was able to grace it and he killed it. Yeah. Let's get it, yeah. So I'm representing yeah. him well tonight. My wife is it. here. I'm happy to have you here, boo. How you feeling? I feel good. Thank you on you the podcast. Me. You outside. And you I sexy, know. girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I definitely bad. You better than you better than our two-year-old. Hey. You know? hey. <laughs> yeah. You That's outside. how you got the two-year-old. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah, three kids like that. You know what I'm saying? Back and back. Yeah. She outside. You was outside too, bro. Hey, three, three under three. Pulling Actually, up. Actually, he I'm, was I'm, inside. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't come outside. I'm, I'm undefeated. so so i figure this will be a good episode for couples because i realize there's a lot of couples who like i'm not a coach with Mm -hmm. i'm learning right so like i said i just learned from our other marriage coaches just learned about love language about two years ago i'm like what is the love language Mm -hmm. all of that was new to me i'm like and we've been together a long time but 13 years 13 years i don't think it's been that long it's been 13 years yeah, I, Let's I still talk don't about think that, so. Right, yeah, it's definitely years. 13 years. It's been mm-hmm. a while. But I say all that to say you don't know what you don't know. I didn't know nothing about a love language at all. I just learned it. Like, went and bought her a Lamborghini truck. And I'm like, yeah. And she cared more about the stadium where it said nine things I love about you because mm-hmm. her love language isn't material. It's like mm-hmm. time and touch and attention and all of those things. Mm-hmm. So I think, I don't know if y'all want to talk, talk on love language. And mm-hmm. is that important? Well, I, I would like to ask a question that I think many would want to know. I definitely want to know. Yeah. So when you identify where your love languages are, what are they? Physical touch, time. I still, what, what's mine? I still don't know. What is <laughs> acts of service. Okay, acts of service. I don't, I'm only worrying about her. I'll be, I'll be cool. I'm, mm-hmm. I'll make it work. Yeah, but you matter too. Okay. Oh, I was sweet. That's the um, and, and I ask that because even knowing it, sometimes we don't even identify in our relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so important. And one fun fact about love languages, it's going to change. Mm. Mm. So like the love language you finally discovered for V two years ago, is going to change two years from now. Wow. And you're going to be like, hold on. I just so had changes. the other ones down pat. Yeah. Changes. I didn't changes know it changed. Better. I thought that's you. You stuck mm-hmm. with it. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, that's your thing. It's because her needs are gonna change. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So just don't be surprised. It's like, you loved this a few years ago. Like, what's yeah. up? What yeah. happened? No. Eventually, it'll change. Now you don't even care. That's, that, even that's care. just woman. Period. To yeah. be honest with you, we're like, bipolar. The moment you feel like you just figured her out, she hit the switch. Mm. And now all her desires and her needs and her wants are totally different. Now we got to relearn them again. And it's really just a part of that chase of a woman. Like you have your woman constantly doing things and altering things and pivoting and changing. And we got to continue to figure it out. Mm -hmm. So it keeps us occupied. It keeps us doing things because they're becoming somebody new. Like every season they got something new that they want to do. And it keeps you chasing. Yeah, for sure. But what's your love language? Acts of service. Acts of service. And that's my only one. Yep. I can care less about a gift, any of that. I, as long as I see that you will go up and beyond for me and do something that you know I need, that that to me is foreplay. I'll never forget the day. Um, he was doing it. For whatever reason, he, he actually like helped out, did the dishes in the sink. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, because that's just rare. And I'm like, oh, my God. It was like foreplay for me. And. When he came in a room, I was like ready. And he was like, oh, okay. I'm like, you doing it. This is just now. It's like foreplay. And he was so shocked. How does that even equate to foreplay? And we, ha- I had to break that down. So understanding and identifying that, that was just, that was a, a game changer in our yeah, relationship. I'm still not doing the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> well, my love language is an act of service, though. So Okay. Well, I'm still ain't doing no dishes. <laughs> Let's talk about that. So, you know, there it's this thing about the roles are changing. I, I remember before, like, you expect your lady to wash, cook, clean. I don't expect my wife to do none of that. Mm-hmm. Thank God that she she did do that mm-hmm. when we didn't we weren't in the position to be able to hire help to do that. Mm-hmm. But when is that time that you need to bring on people? Because I feel like the roles are changing like what used to be back in the day isn't the same nowadays. It's mm-hmm. like, it's okay to not have to cook and clean and do. I don't believe mm-hmm. that should be a woman's, like, I don't feel like, oh, you got to do that. You stay at home. You got to do that. That's your job now. No, I don't, I don't really. I believe everybody should do what's for their household, but I, I'm I'm happy that she don't have to do all those things because they burn you out. Mm-hmm. And what, and taking care of four kids. It's a, a lot of work. Mm-hmm. What Our I kids love about, alone is like full-time work. What I love about you guys is that you started off as what we didn't have then, but now love Panors. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, you were always very business-driven. Yeah. And V came in, and I would love for you guys to talk about that because that's powerful. And, and to answer your question, it became what it is now because you grew as a man knowing what's a priority in your relationship. You know, as you grow your wealth, you also grow your mindset, right? Yeah. It should grow simultaneously. And you guys started as a lovepreneur. V, you helped build the business. As you're helping build, you expand your territory, your mindset expand, and you realize as a wealthy man, I'm not talking about just rich, I'm talking about the wealth. As a wealthy man, you realize for my family, my wife shouldn't be the one drained every day. Mm. If anything, as a man full of wealth, I know the importance of having my wife available for me emotionally, mentally, and physically. Yeah. The, the, the growth there is, is that in the beginning, you had no idea the value and the power a woman has for you when you come home and it's available for you. Yeah. Right. What does that do to you as a businessman? Your mindset, your body, right? Giving you what you need. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so I believe that's what Yo, happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, that, and that's when you know it's time because you're, you're growing in that area of wealth and knowledge, understanding the value the woman brings to the home. Mm. It also depends on what the mission is. Like, that's so important within the home. Like, if we both on one accord on what the mission is, then we do understand what we need to delegate on yeah. and what thing, what roles we need to put people in position in place because we're high level focusing on the mission. But a lot of time when there's no clarity on the mission, no clarity on the vision, there's all types of things that are being occupied with precious time yeah. that could be used towards fulfilling the mission and the vision. So that's super important to have in the home an understanding and make sure that we're on one accord with that. So we know what roles we are playing instead of using our time to do, you know, daily chores and things like that. So that's super high level important as well. That's good. Yeah, we call that the $10 an hour rule. So one of the things, well, a lot of questions we get is something like, you know, um, where I'm working on my business, my wife would rather um, be home instead of helping me. Or, or the wife will complain that the husband isn't doing dishes when he gets home. And it's like, is your husband working on a million-dollar business? Do you truly want your husband to stop working his million-dollar business to help you do something that's worth $10 an hour? Mm. Like, is it truly worth that? Sure. That's downgrading him. That's not his pay rate. Like, the man is on a mission. Allow him to work his pay grade. So, yeah. Let me ask you this. What do y'all think about, um, I hear often, and this is normally from a couple that get together uh they haven't been together for a while or they don't understand it might be an entrepreneur it might be somebody working full-time job they don't understand that you grind you work too much you're not home like i i've never heard from my wife you work too much ever since i've been with her even when i wasn't Mm -hmm. my wife never yes sometimes you you say you're working and you're not doing things that are work you should be spending more time with, but it never been. You're working too hard. Mm-hmm. You can't travel. All. Yeah, I've never actually heard I that. I second that. Mm-hmm. Ever. Mm-hmm. I remember we was going somewhere. Mm-hmm. It was like Valentine's yeah. Day. and Get This Valentine's Day. Yeah, you fast. ended up getting on a plane. Like, we had plans. Yeah. We had plans to, you know, to, to hang out that night. Yep. Um, told my wife about the, uh, was one of the masterminds. Ooh, or San Diego or something like that. Something, one of those. Yeah. And, um, she packed my bag and everything. She was like, nah. She was like, you, you do stuff on a regular basis. Like, it's Valentine's Day for us often. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she said, if, you, if you're if you more utilized where you're going, I'd rather you be there. Mm, that's good. And she that's literally good. packed my bags yeah. and took me to the airport. Yeah. We're rollers yeah. in my head. Because yeah, I think you saw I remember. <laughs> yeah, that's how y'all Dominican had my, style. Y'all had my, I, and I almost missed my flight. I left my clothes. My clothes is drip, you know, courtesy of Milano. Um, was left in that bag, and I didn't, I didn't have no fresh clothes. Mm-hmm. So let me. Why haven't you never said what? Mm-hmm. Like, I, what made you never be like? You're working too hard. Like, like I've never heard any of those things that I hear from a lot of people. Like, mm-hmm. well, my girl don't get why I'm grinding, and I hear it so much from people. I'm like, yeah, my wife never really did that. For me. I trust the process, mm. and I trust the vision that you have, and I'm in alignment with it. Mm. So I don't, I trust, I trust that whatever you're doing, it's not anything that's going to jeopardize us, jeopardize us in any way. And if it's a goal of yours, then I want to support that. Mm. And I mean, I, I never had a reason not to. Yeah. You always did what you said you were going to do. So 
That's good right there. Yeah, you know, you know, so I know. <laughs> Can I dissect that a little bit? Because there, there's going to be a man, you know, several men that yeah. are going to send this to their girl and be like, see, V does it. Why you can't do it, you know? And let me just explain exactly what V just said. You are a man of your word, mm-hmm. right? So therefore, working on it. If you are well, she, I mean, she said well, it. Yeah. It, it doesn't mean you're word. perfect. Like this mm-hmm. doesn't mean perfection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just means that nine times out of ten, she can trust what's staying out your mouth, right? Yeah. And what that does, it builds confidence in mm-hmm. a woman. And if, as a man, you say what you're going to do, um, she can then know and trust the process. But there yeah. is no trust if there's no consistency. Mm. So to the man that's inconsistent in the vision inconsistent in the work you're not going to have trust from your lady so when many come and complain about that i always want to find out from the woman why is that nine times out of ten it's not that she has the issue it's just because there's inconsistency somewhere Mm. she may feel like you know he's always wasting money or he's not a man of his word or he changes the vision every time and she don't know where to go Mm. and every woman wants security and wants consistency so if that's not happening you're going to lack trust in the area. For sure. Uh, another another problem that comes up a lot is, especially as, as men that are driven, we always want to go, we're ready to go. It's very important to make sure that we discuss what's going on at, you know, with the business for everyone at home. Because at the end of the day, everyone sacrifices. Everybody at home needs to understand what's going on. And it's going to mm-hmm. be different seasons where we're going to have to put in extra hours. Yeah. So there are going to be times that we're not going to be able to be home. Like being able to break that down, we, we say all the time, it's important to have those family meetings. Even when you have young kids on up to uh, to kids that are teenagers, they need to understand what's happening. Like having a family meeting at least once a month, talking about what's going on in the business. Mm-hmm. What are we up against? What are our goals this month? Yeah. Daddy's not going to be around for, you know, maybe two weeks out of this month. Yeah. Not because daddy doesn't want to. We don't want our kids like, well, Daddy doesn't want to be here. He don't like us. He don't want to be around us. Or, or our, our woman or, or your husband, wife, whatever whatever your situation is, you don't want them to feel like you just don't want to be around, that work is more important. But we're in this together. Yep. We're all going to have to make sacrifices to get to the levels of success that we want to. But it's super high level important that we explain it to our families, to let them know, like, hey, this week, I'm not going to be here. Y'all got, y'all got soccer games, basketball games. Daddy might miss this one here's why this is where I'm going to be. This is why I'm going. And this is what the benefit looks like mm-hmm. for you guys. When I come back, mm-hmm. that's super important to do. That's good. And that will mitigate a lot of times women being like, Oh, you doing this too much. You doing that. How often do you have them to conversations? We have it quite often, but mm-hmm. we suggest at least having that with the entire family, at least once a month. But we Ours have weekly. weekly. We mm-hmm. have those, those updates. Like mm-hmm. Mondays are a day that we do a lot of meetings business wise. And also, personally in the home you know can i also add sometimes that those insecurities also come from unfaithfulness mm-hmm. where it, it doesn't have anything to do with not trusting the vision of the business it's just it's been betrayal in so many other areas i'm not about to help you build and become this big time person for you to play me again especially when you get money now mm-hmm. so it's just so much comes in with that so i i mean i i love that you guys um have that trust and I've been building it from day one. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I say that as long as I know Vini, she's been she's a, rider. a rider. Oh, yeah. She, yeah, like she definitely show, been a rider. For sure, for sure. She's been sure. a rider. I'm talking about picking up trash, yeah. junk removal, moving, yeah. 
And and yeah, I love you for that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's what I'm talking. I mean, that's that's powerful because you know a lot of times I talk to these young kids. I'm like, man, you getting some money now, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't have no advice on telling them how do you determine if this person is for you mm-hmm. or not. Like I don't know what's what's up. Like I'm doing my thing. Yeah. You found me on the internet. I'm popping. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you with me because you genuinely mm-hmm. want to rock with me or you see I'm on a line and I'm and and, mm-hmm. and he or she appear to be up. Mm-hmm. Sure. What's your thought? I don't know. I don't know y'all yeah, thoughts that's, on that. That's the easy one. You want to take it? You Go want ahead. To take it. This is how my husband and I drive the ball and pass it. I'm ready to slam dunk this thing. <laughs> so the most important thing to pay attention to for my single people, the most important thing to pay attention to when it comes down to picking a partner is studying their patterns, mm. not their potential. Mm-hmm. If you study a person's patterns long enough, they will tell you exactly who they are, what they're into, and what their consistencies look like. Mm-hmm. I got I got something that uh, a a a book a book is not published and all yet, but the uh, seven C's to tell you everything about a man without having to ask him. That's something we'll talk about later on in another episode. Mm-hmm. But I promise you, don't pay attention to people's potential. Like especially for my women, I just gotta mm-hmm. give y'all this. A lot of times y'all see a guy and y'all already thinking of how y'all can help this guy and who he will become and all that. Worrying about potential will let you down every time. Because that person that you see them becoming, if he never shows up, now you got two to five years of your life that you spent with somebody and they never showed up to that person that you saw them potentially becoming. Mm -hmm. You got to pay attention to their patterns. People will lie to you. Patterns won't. Mm -hmm. Lock into the patterns and you will be able to decide if this is the person for you or not. Especially for entrepreneur men. So that that um, example you gave, you know, somebody on Instagram, they see you on or whatever. Um, what you don't want to do as an entrepreneur man is start spoiling the female straight from the back. I mean, you don't have anything to prove. They mm. see you up. You know what I mean? So if you truly want to see if this is real, if you truly want to study the patterns, then you want to see how well they're going to jump into trying to help you better your business, your vision, your goals. Now, if they're all interested in me, 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 what about me, and not interested in seeing your vision come to pass in the next five, ten years, then that's not the person for you. We truly agree, as an entrepreneur man, the best thing you can have is someone that will truly support your vision, your dreams, and your goals, and vice versa. Yeah, that's powerful. And, and it's crazy because a lot of women might look at, you know, B or my wife and see, like, thinking they're, like, shelf wives or trophy mm-hmm. wives. They don't understand the grind that they put in with us. That's a fact. Like, sacrificing. I'm talking about, like, physical grind. That they put in with us. Well, I, I don't use grind, so let me change that word. But the the hustle, toil, you know, the yeah. building with us, toiling. Like they 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 don't see a lot of that. Yeah. They don't see a lot that they have done over the years. And it's like there are going to be seasons where they can, you know, sit back more if they like, or hustle when they. Yeah, my, want. Wife, my wife, my wife couldn't sit back, so maybe was four years ago, five, four, four years. years, about four years ago, about four years ago. So for 10 years, ain't no sitting back. Yeah. Doing yeah. whatever we need, whatever got to get right. done. That's right. Right? She worked. Um, when the last time you worked? It probably been like six years, seven years. How long when the last time you Listen to this episode, you probably understand having one source of income is too close to none. And as one of the wealthiest people in the world, Warren Buffett says, if you don't find a way to make money in your sleep, you will work until you die. With that being said, I am finally exposing the industry to this 
very unique, very secretive way to make money in real estate that no one is talking about. No, I'm not talking about wholesaling. No, I'm not talking about fixing flips. No, I'm not talking about rehabs, right? No, I'm not talking about flipping contracts. I'm talking about event spaces. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to go ahead and show you for $300. I'm going to waive that $300 fee and give you access to my free masterclass where I'm going to show you how to find your own location. I'm going to show you how to fund your own location. I'm going to show you how to automate this entire process. The same process that I help hundreds and hundreds of people do. I'm now pulling back the curtains. I'm going to help you do the same thing. So what I want you to do right now, go to event space masterclass.com right now. Go ahead and register. And as soon as you're done, Go back to the episode. Once again, go to eventspacemasterclass.com. I will see you in our next class. About six years. She got fired from our job that we met each other at. You know what I'm saying? Tell them about it. I love this love story. Yeah, I mean, I met her and she was on me. You heard me? Um, (laughs) Talk about it, bro. Let the people know. Talk about it. She was at the private airport. She was making more money than me. Uh, We was at the private airport. She was a customer service girl at the desk. No, she was just on me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, she had a dude at the time, so she was faithful. So it wasn't about nothing, though. Right? I just kept I was trying. Not on you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I tried for a couple years, so I cracked that mm-hmm. joint. Yeah, for a couple it. years. Mm-hmm. You had to crack the code. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> she had to keep you. The first, the first year or so of our friendship, he always called me. I didn't call him. He would call me at work. Yeah. He would he would call me at work <laughs> if I didn't answer my phone. He'd call the front desk if I didn't answer that. He'd call his god brother who was my lead, who would pull me to the back. So you were on me, literally until yeah. mm-hmm. this day. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I was. Uh, yeah, no, I don't even know how I ended up getting her, or she probably pursued me. Maybe <laughs> he was cute or whatever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, but no, just you know. I ain't had nothing, man. I'm living mm-hmm. paycheck to paycheck. Not just I'm in my business. Like mm-hmm. I'm living from literally day to the next day, mm-hmm. hoping yeah. and wishing for a scrap mo- scrap removal, moving job. And it was never been about money. I can count on my hands how many times she asked me for money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In all of these years. Mm-hmm. Like, is, she don't ask. Like, yeah. she go try to figure something out. And just for me, that's something I could. So I'm just grateful that. I feel like at this point, you know, I was, t- you know, Matt Farini and, and Fabi. I used Our to, peoples. at the time, I didn't know, you know, I learned from y'all. Like, I, I, I don't know. But like, you know, like I'm working and I'm like, yeah, yeah like kind of throwing it in her face or whatever. And not understand like Matt, like, bro, that's actually what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, for sure. So now that's my job to provide for my family. I'm not making Neil, them- can we can we sit there for a minute? Yeah. No, break that down a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I let me. It depends where you're at. I want to say that because I don't want nobody. Look, well, it, it dep- where I'm at in my life, yeah. it is my job to provide for my wife, for sure, my kids, my mom. Mm-hmm. That's my job. That's mm-hmm. my duty. My mom don't got to depend on another man to do that, mm-hmm. right? My wife don't got to depend. My kids is good. now. Granted, they all got to work. I don't. Right. I don't believe in handouts. That's right. Even to this day, my mom still works for me. I don't, I, it's something about handouts that just don't, because nobody gave me nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So as, as five years ago, I, or whenever Matt told me about that, I'm like, all right, well, that's my job. So I never, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. But so. here, here's the deal. Five years ago, you weren't where you are now. Your mindset was, yeah. your vision was, you knew this was all going to come to pass, but you weren't there yet. 
So I do believe that those that aren't there yet need to hear this because it's their revelation day. Yeah. I, I honestly believe in our Lovepreneur community. The members get to hear me and they say, oh, these coming out again. So they know when I get on them. It is very important for men, especially brown and black men, to understand and hear that. Because not too often to get to hear that accountability. Yeah. It is your job. I do want, it's my job to support my husband. And it's his job to support me. That's period. That is the foundation of our relationship. But I think what needs to be clear is when you are in this journey, in this path of entrepreneurship, and you're under pressure, things are crazy. It may not look how you envisioned it. It's not for you to take it out on your wife. Why are you not doing enough? Why are you not doing this? Why are you not doing that? It's your job. I'm here to support you. Be whatever I can be. But it's not for me to now also pick up the burden that you're supposed to be carrying. Mm. So I think it's important to hold it accountable by all means. And I think we've said it enough that we never just sat down and watched. It's just mm-hmm. not our personality. Mm-hmm. Like whatever you picking up, I'm picking up too. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just like that built naturally. But don't put it on me like it's also my burden, too. When you came to this family, you accepted to be the head of this family, be the king of this home. It's for you to carry a bigger burden than me. There should be no reason why I am busier than you. I am working harder than you. I am outsmarting you. There should be no reason for that. Now, it's not a competition. It's just put yourself in a mindset and truly believe that I can truly carry this family. It is my job and my duty. And whoever can come along and help with half of the burden, by all means, thank you. But I, you don't owe it to your man to have to. And to the men, the women do not owe you that. It is a privilege to have that. Yeah, that's facts. I mean, I ain't going to lie. For me, it ain't. I don't know how my wife could go work a full time. Like, take care of four kids, still go work a full time, and take care. I got to commend all my ladies out here. Y'all sure. are some of the most hardest working ladies in the world. To be able to take care of families, a lot of single mothers, right? Definitely. Be able to work your job. Like, y'all are superheroes. Mm-hmm. Like, it ain't sure. the woman, oh, yeah. ain't nothing better. At like, all. the things y'all went through. Like, mm-hmm. I was talking to my wife, and we was like, I was like, yo, what did you have to used to go through? And uh, tell them about, like, catching a bus. Like, you said you would catch two buses to school and to work. Like, to take Destiny to school talk. Destiny got into private school. Speak up, sir. Well, first of all, I I could barely afford for her to go to private school. Thank God um, I got approved for financial aid for her. And when I got approved, I had to pay $350 a month. That was a lot of money back then because I, I didn't have it. I could only afford to pay for private school, pay my rent, my bills, and that's it. And I didn't even have a car because I couldn't afford it. It was either get a car or send my daughter to private school. What was you making them up? I don't even remember. I don't even know how me ends me, honestly. Mm-hmm. But so because I didn't have a car, What's I would have to. What you was making here? A month? I would say at that time, probably like 1500 Mm-hmm. So you had to pay private school for between fifteen and eighteen hundred, and then you know whatever overtime was available, I could probably bring in two thousand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so I, I'd catch the bus with her. I'd wake her up, get her out the house, and I would walk three Mount Airy blocks mm, you to know, the those, bus. Those New York blocks, <laughs> New York blocks, right? <laughs> At four o'clock in the morning, and then I'd catch two buses to get to up to city line and I have to catch two more buses. So four buses in the morning to get her to school in time. 
And then I worked out a deal with the school so that they can take her a little early so that I could get to work in time. So I had to be to work by 10 in the morning and then just do it all again. So mm-hmm. every day I probably just on the way to taking her to school and going to work, I probably caught like six to eight buses, depending wow. mm-hmm. on which route was available for every me day. day. Every so day. So it was about four, what time you left out the house in the morning? About four in the morning. Mm. Four in the morning with her. I would carry her so she can sleep. And just catch the buses every single morning. Good. That's a superhero. 4 a.m.? Mm-hmm. That's a superhero. That and how long you did that for? I did that for, I would say I did that for about a year before I was able to get a car, a used car. But, yep, a whole year. Can I, can I ask a question that probably the single mom right now is wondering? I'm such a beautiful girl. She has her baby. She's catching buses. And then she catches this amazing man, right? Because that's what they see right now. That's what they see. What they don't see is who he was before when you first met him. Right. But if you can talk I was about still amazing, then what? Right. No, we know amazing. amazing. But he, they, you know, they don't see the glamour, and they, they think that's how he came. He was packaged all just like this. Yeah. Um, talk about that part. You met Neo. You you guys kind of figured out that maybe this is something. How do you find the one? Because that's what they're wondering now. Oh, my God. She went through all that like I am. How did she find him? I want one of them. So talk a little bit about what the, what did that mean for you? Well, I would say that he was so genuine. He was the first guy that I ever met that was that genuine. He didn't require anything from me. So I remember one day he came to work. And I made more money than him, like you said. But he came to work and he's like, here's $20. Go get your nails done tomorrow. And I was like, hold on a second. Why are you giving me $20? And what do you expect from me if I take this money? I don't want it. And he's like, I never see you with your nails done. Go get your nails done. And I was like, I had to think about it. And I left it alone. He would not let me leave without that $20. So I got my nails done. And, you know, I'm you know excited about it. But I'm also like, hmm, I'm hoping he doesn't ask nothing from me. I don't, I don't have enough time for that. He just was so happy that I got it done. He looked at my nails. He's like, I'm so happy you got your nails done. He brought me a bracelet like a few days later. But he never required anything from me. And he was just so, like I said, he was just so genuine. And he just cared. Um, and he always like went the extra mile for me, even while we were just friends. Although he did have me doing his work every day at work. I was doing his <laughs> job every single day. He Sound swindled me into that, but he didn't have much back then. So he had this van. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. So he didn't pull up in a Bentley. He didn't pull up in the Bentley. Okay. He did pull up though. <laughs> hey. So he had this van, this used van he bought. I will never forget it. He couldn't afford to get it painted or get tinted windows. So he spray painted the whole van, the windows. <laughs> the, there weren't any seats in there outside of the driver's seat. So I had to sit on a crate. But he still made his way and he would drive me home. And he would come pick me up and drive me home. And then we would take dates in that car. And then we had the pickup yeah, truck where I had to jump out the yeah, window. But he always this, made a way regardless. He always showed up from the beginning. Mm-hmm. This is the crazy part. And this is directed to, to, to the woman, right? Understand that although, yes, we want somebody that looks great, looks amazing. We, we want all that. But at the end of the day, the thing that's going to last the most is who's willing to be crazy enough to take the ride. And really be that passenger along the journey 
to get to the success levels. Not you pulling up today and feel like I should take you to the mall and buy you everything under the sun. Granted, depending on where a man is in his position, if that's where he is and that's what he decides to do, by all means, I'm not saying that's the right or wrong thing to do. But what I am saying is for some of you women that may be single, been single for a while or may have been in multiple relationships that haven't hasn't really worked out. Sometimes you got to just turn the mirror on yourself and really realize what are you like putting out into the environment or into the atmosphere mm-hmm. for a man to catch. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's cool. You might be able to twerk. Yeah, you might be able to throw on some clothes and look great. That's all well and good. But at the end of the day, what's going last? That's what a man really looking for. Like, mm-hmm. God forbid, if I'm in a certain position now and I fall out of position, do I have somebody with me that's going to roll with mm-hmm. my position? Or do I have somebody that's going to build with me to get me back in position? Mm-hmm. That's what a man really looking for. And as you can hear with V, that's what she did. She was crazy enough to get in that van, ride on a crate every day, go into the movies, go into work, wherever they went. That's what he had at the moment. But she was willing to put in whatever work necessary to get off that crate. She wasn't just like, yo, you got to get me off this crate. Let's figure out how we're going to get off this crate together and upgrade to a new vehicle. And you don't have to think twice about a woman when you know that she's willing to do that with you. Well, I got one too, Lou. Is she cray enough to ride on the crate? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's a bar. Let me tell you, I I was working full time. I had to be to work at 6 o'clock in the morning. I would go with him and we would go do junk removal mm. and get me to work by six or by 10 whenever my shift would change up. So, yeah. I tell people all the time, like, if we ever had to go back to the trenches, oh, yeah, we out. That's for sure. You wouldn't know. We go back to the, uh, right back to West Philly mm-hmm. and drug infested neighborhood, Grandma, right at Grandma Crib, 52nd and Wallusa. That's it. I'm talking about tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll figure this thing right out. Get back at it. But you're confident that you got somebody that's going to figure it out with you. Oh, yeah. She ain't going to fade on you, mm-hmm. which is good. That's, that's good, the part. A lot right of there. people fading on you. Mm-hmm. Nope. Really? Hit, right up. They out. No man wants a woman one foot in, one foot out. You're cold today and hot tomorrow. Yeah. Just like a, a female. A female wants security from her man. So does a man. Mm-hmm. It just it shows up in a different way. I'm, I'm going to tell y'all, like, these three pieces right here are so important in the business and the relationship. No matter what part of your life, you got to understand seed, time, and harvest. Mm-hmm. You got to be willing to sow the right seed. You got to be willing to allow the right time to water and nurture that seed and go through the process and be willing to stay at it long enough in order to reap the harvest. Some people want to sow the seed and get the harvest. You can't skip those steps. And your process might be a year. It might be three years. It might be five years. We don't know. Everybody has a different story. But you got to be at least willing to mm-hmm. invest in sowing the seed, the time it takes for that seed to grow, and then to reap the harvest. I have a question for you guys. What unexpected turns, though, did this journey bring? You know, I thought I had it all figured out. I thought I knew me. I didn't know me. I learned a lot about myself mm-hmm. in this whole entire process. And like you said, we have so many seasons as humans. And I've, I've, I learned a lot about myself. And I learned a lot about him. Um, but I think for me, that was that was just the biggest thing. I, I thought I had us all figured out. And I didn't mm-hmm. at all. How about you? It's a lot. Unexpected multiple miscarriages, years. right? Mm-hmm. Thinking you're about to have a baby and you're not. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just like that's that can mess you up. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
that's probably the biggest one for me, I guess. Mm-hmm. I expect things to happen, though. You get me? Like, we're in a world where ain't nothing perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, like, a lot of times, even entrepreneurship, like, man, what about failure? What about, listen, everything, I expect things to go wrong. I expect mm-hmm. me to fail. So I expect not to always hit the target. Mm-hmm. It's part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you start operating and understanding that, it is whatever comes. It was mm-hmm. a part of it's all a part of the process. Definitely. That stretch of the rubber band. Yeah. You know what I mean? Things got to show up in order for you to stretch, to, to propel to the next level. Yeah. And a lot of people don't want the feeling of the stretch. They don't want the yeah. sacrifice mm-hmm. of the stretch. Uncomfortable. You, you can't live without that. Especially yeah. when you get to a certain success level and then you you fall into that place of comfort. You yeah. feel like you made it. And then some a, a wave come out of nowhere and knock you knock you to the side mm-hmm. that you wasn't expecting. Mm. And if you don't have, punch you, you know, in your mouth. <laughs> punch you right in the face. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that right foot and that right foundation in order to, to be able to bend with the wave and not fall and get wiped completely out, life happens so fast. Mm-hmm. And you could be up today and, and down tomorrow. So it's very important to make sure you got, you laying that foundation right. And that you, as we talk about a lot, forecast, understanding that they're going to be different seasons. Some seasons is going to look pretty and feel good. Then you're going to have those seasons that are not. You got to be prepared for those seasons that are not. And a lot of times when you're in entrepreneurship, if you have not been through like full cycles of business, you won't understand what that looks like. You won't respect it because you've never been through it. So it's very important to have those individuals that can speak into your life and speak into your business. Like, hey, check it out. I understand you might be in a certain position right now. But just make sure you forecasting for those those seasons where it might look might not look as pretty, yeah. where you can still live the same life and stay same lifestyle. Understanding what investments to make, what, where to put your money at for those rainy days where you ain't expected to rain and you don't have no. Mm-hmm. Make sure you want to have an umbrella yeah. and make sure you make it through those storms and things like that. So it's very important, but also forecasting in your relationship. You know what I mean? Understanding that you want this thing to last, you want it to be forever. It's certain investments you got to make into the relationship. Mm-hmm. It's the right being around the right people, getting the right education. The same way we educate ourselves in business and want to grow to the next level. What does the next level of this love thing look like? Mm -hmm. What are we willing to invest in that? So that's Mm -hmm. important. As you see, a lot of these guys, they become even couples. They become billionaires and then they divorce Mm -hmm. because it's like there's no more money to make at this point. Like we're not in this for money. Now we actually got to deal with each other. Yeah. We got to actually look at each other and you realize because we ain't invested in our relationship. Well, I don't even, I can't stand you. I don't know who you are. Like, I don't even know what your favorite color is mm-hmm. because it's been all just about the business. And so you don't want to get to that point. The same way you invest in your business, you want to make sure you also invest in your love life. Because I just started investing in our relationship. Like yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. I know y'all been talking about it for years, but I, I'm that crappy going in one ear and out the I just be on the grind mode. Yeah, for sure. But, I'm proud of him though because he's the he took the first step into doing that. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I got a relationship coach. You know, yep. I'm, I be mm-hmm. people people think it's a get. I be coached mm-hmm. up out yeah. like if yeah. I know I need to improve on the area, mm-hmm. I really go get help. For sure, mm-hmm. people don't be going to get now again. Do I got to keep revisiting that? Sometimes I do. You, okay, it's like sure. a mm-hmm. it's like a bath. If you don't keep doing it, you gonna get you gonna stink. Mm-hmm. If oh, yeah. you don't take a bath mm-hmm. often, one thousand percent. Would you? What value did that bring into your relationship, and what value did it bring into your business? Uh, for me, it's I learned the love language. I learned, mm-hmm. you know, really what she wanted. I learned how to better communicate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I feel like that. That's the main thing it brought for me, more mm-hmm. clarity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I would say I would definitely say the same um, because communication was a huge thing for us. Mm-hmm. I, honestly, I think that was the biggest thing. That was the biggest we're thing still for sure. On it. And we're still mm-hmm. working on it. But I'm proud of him because I feel like with him getting us that coach, it's changed a lot. Like we have more structure in our lives. Mm-hmm. We're putting more structure in our business now. The communication is way better. So we're having conversations that we weren't having before. We've been together for 13 years. And yeah. some of these conversations, they're completely new for the both of us. Whether you know it's business, whether it's about our love life, the children, our home. Um, so I think just having that coach, just I, I feel like that definitely put a lot of things in perspective for him and mm-hmm. for me. But also, he's so business-oriented that I feel like it helped him make a better transition into our marriage in a different way. Because our conversations were always so business-like, mm-hmm. always business. So, so I, I mean, I love what we're saying about communication, but I think the word communication sometimes just mm. thrown out there without really giving it meat and bone, like true meaning. In this instance, just to give people an example of what that really truly is in a relationship. What do we mean by communication? Hey, stop what you're doing. I know you're watching this episode. I want you to go to sevenfigurevirtualeventebook.com. I'm going to say it again, sevenfigurevirtualeventebook.com. I had the privilege this year to help multiple people do six and seven figure days leveraging virtual events. And I put together a seven step process that's going to walk you through a step by step by step. And once you're done with that book, if you're like, Neil, I want to learn this a lot more in a deeper sense, I want you to go to mastermindwithneo.com. This is one pillar of my mastermind, right? We got five different pillars that we teach. This is just one pillar, how to dominate virtual events, right? So if you're interested, go to mastermindwithneo.com and book a call with my team to see if you are a good fit to join our mastermind. Let's go. In business, because we talked about that earlier, and in the in your relationship, I would say just all around in our relationship and just the business, just everything. So, for instance, very surfaced. You know, we have a we would be talking about something, and it's just like one, two, three, straight to the point. There was nothing in depth about it. So, oftentimes, because of that. I'm missing things. I wouldn't know certain things like, oh, he's going to be out of town, but I wouldn't know he's going to be out of town for a week. There were a lot of conversations that we weren't having, mm-hmm. just period, I think. Um, How does it make you feel now that you're having those conversations? I would say now it makes me feel included. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I feel like I'm more prepared for whatever's to come, mm-hmm. for sure. I don't have to brace myself and try to figure it out later. Um, and I feel like um, we have we have a better bond now. We have a, a better closeness now. We have our, we have conversations in the shower, in bed, and they were things that we weren't doing before. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know, just just simple stuff. Even even like conversations just about our day, we weren't doing that. It was kind of like we assumed, like, oh, he's happy, she's happy. We had great days, mm-hmm. you know. So. Yeah. A lot of people talk about that pillow talk, but they don't talk about that shower talk. It's a different. <laughs> you know Neil, what, what what made that pivot in communication happen? And then how does that make you feel listening to what you're what she's saying that simple communication makes you feel included and in all that? Because I, I want the men to get the point of view of why would I do it? Like, what's the point? What's the value? I'm still short with stuff, you know what I mean? I just be, yeah, we doing this, we just keep it moving. So, um, but I know it was needed, something she wanted too. Mm-hmm. So, and I think it's, 
I know what I want, and she gives me that. I need to work, lean in on giving you what you want. So, and I'm still working on that. That's mm-hmm. if that's being a better communicator. I need to do that. I'm just, and it feel good that she's saying it. So I need to just keep working on that. Mm-hmm. You're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it right there. Mm-hmm. And I think as a, as a CEO, as as an entrepreneur, you also kind of apply that to your business as a whole. I think we're learning that more and more as we're maturing in the entrepreneurship role, yeah. how important communication is and how everybody has to be communicated differently. If you want to talk about that, Demetrius, because that's, that's your thing right there. Yeah, I mean, Neil could talk about it. He he he, he hitting on, he hitting on all cylinders now. He's been killing now. it. Uh, you <laughs> the coach, man. Now, it's, it's super high level important. Um, the, the, the better that you're able to communicate with your team, with your spouse, uh, the better we can go hard at the mission and what the vision is. A lot of times, even in the business, uh, visionaries have a problem with communicating with their staff and with their team mm-hmm. what the vision and what the mission is right now. Yeah. And a lot of times it will have a, 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 a huge effect on the team. They'll wind up being frustrated and things like that because they don't understand, especially for a visionary that switches gears so fast and so often. And if you're switching gears and your team is not able to switch gears with you, well, there's going to be frustration from leadership. But there's also going to be frustration from the team because now we're not even we're not seeing eye to eye. We're not understanding each other. And we're working on two separate missions at the time. So a super high level, especially in a home, and that's the best place to practice that because that's who you spend the most time with yeah. uh, and most likely been with longer than your team and employees. So it's super important to make sure that that, that is as crystal clear as possible, the communication of what the mission is, what the vision is, what we're focusing on in this season, and what we would like the outcomes to be. Yeah. That way people feel good about their position. They feel like, like being able to tell your team, this is why you're needed on the team. Like mm-hmm. the team cannot function 100% if you're not playing your position at 100%. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know 100% what your what your position is, it's going to be hard for you to operate and be pro- uh, productive yeah. at 100%. So mm-hmm. as clear as we, if we're able to make it as clear as possible, then our team can support the vision and the mission. Mm-hmm. And we on one, one accord, the express train to success. So clarity translates to being specific. And I love that because that's what you said, too. I mean, you said, I feel included. It's crazy that if there's lack of communication or very little communication, it makes someone feel not included. (laughs) You you want to know something, though. It wasn't that he wasn't including me. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that he wasn't communicating. We learned through our coaching that it's that was just that's just the way that he learned to communicate. Mm -hmm. And he was including me, but just not the way that I needed to be included. So I, so all that helps, too. Yeah, um, the styles of communication is yeah. so important. You want to lean into that? Yeah, I mean, I think I, I don't know that anyone goes into the relationship wanting not to communicate. Right. You know, I Definitely. think it, it's just this is my style of communication. This is your style of communication. So I'm going to communicate with you the way I want to be communicated, where it should right. be the total opposite. I should be communicating with my husband how he listens, how he translates his preference of communication. And then he should be communicating with me 
with my preference of communication. And that mm. changes, and it takes time to get to know that. And it is a journey. The moment my husband feels like, oh, of course I know how to communicate with my wife, it changes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, got your gift, brother. Something changed. So, so you, mean, you mean I'm not supposed to just expect that you're going to just get in alignment with my communication style? It's impossible because... I mean, I wasn't built, I wasn't designed like that. Eventually, we have to help design one another and mold each other to become. Mm. And eventually, it'll all line up. But I wasn't raised with you. So you mean to tell me it's not my way or the highway? Absolutely (laughs) not. And vice versa. But I will say a happy wife is a happy life. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Let's switch gears a little bit, y'all. Let's 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 spun this thing up. So. Uh oh, we're we gonna do it too, Chula. We're gonna do it too. I, I think we should. All right, so let's 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 go like to the fun stuff, like back Uh-oh. in the day when we were younger. You know what I'm saying? How did you how did you approach, you know, somebody that you wanted to date when you were younger? Like, what was the questions you asked back then? Like, what's your favorite color? Yeah, Neil. What's her favorite color, bro? I think it's a uh, yellow. Yes. Yeah, right. right. You scored a point for the yeah. night, bro. Yeah. All right, all right. What's his favorite color? Blue. Everybody knows. Hey. That's, that's easy. That's easy it used to be red. Everybody knows. No, they Listen, don't. Listen, my husband likes to start very, you know, PG, but I go straight to the R. Go for oh, it. God. Oh, God. Listen, we can go we X go. if you want. Oh, no. <laughs> don't do that to my husband. That's crazy. All right, no, what is his favorite position? Oh, God. I can't do it. I can't do it. No, no. No. Yeah, yeah, y'all crazy. Uh uh. uh -uh. This PG podcast. (laughs) The kids destiny might be listening. All right, so we'll we'll go one we'll go one layer left. Yeah, she's Dominican, y'all. She ready pop off at all times. Would you prefer a peck or French? You want me to answer that, boo? I don't care. Yes. Y'all crazy, man. <laughs> y'all crazy. Man. You know, guys, he's, this is really out of his. <laughs> hey, he told me, D, I know you Dominican, but go ahead. You're on the podcast. You gave him the go ahead. Why would you do that? Hey, we, we almost had time up. Anyway, so we only got about another two minutes. <laughs> What's time? Yeah. All right. Cool. He's a packer. He's, he's a, a packer. I'm French. You're French. Yeah. He's a packer. Oh, God. Cute. Y'all crazy, man. Yeah, I'm French too. I'm going all in with everything. Get all that. All in. Let me taste the rainbow. I want it all. <laughs> you know what I'm Yo, y'all crazy, man. Oh my god. All right. When was your first kiss? Who kissed who first? When was the first re- kiss and who kissed who first? I don't even remember that. Oh my gosh. You wanna know? Was it on I the crate? Our first kiss. Right. He kissed me on my cheek. Oh, right. Look at that. oh well, he's excited. a pecker, so that makes sense. <laughs> he kissed me on my cheek. Yeah. Probably at the job. No, Dairy Queen. Hey. Hey. Oh, so sweet. Was I doing a job? No, we got we went there. We got Queen. free ice cream, and I didn't know. Oh, and yeah, I got free ice cream because I used to used pick to up the bubble right. gum off the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. We drove there in the pickup truck that I had to jump out the window of. <laughs> <laughs> All of the cars yeah. is broke. I sold her. I sold her a couple cars. 
<laughs> I had to say, I was a hustler. You had to pay like everybody else. Had to pay. Yeah, you had to see what she, she was going to do, right? Listen, I sold her a squatter. For, for what, $300 car? I was going I to the PPA auction. <laughs> was up after that, right? what? I, I was moving them cars, dog. <laughs> Hey, but you know what? Like, those are the moments that we'll never forget, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that it came a long way, bro. A long Wait, way. Wait, you got to ask the last one. Who yeah. said, I love you first? Probably her, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, play. I'm a player. There you go. You are not a player. Do yeah. not say that. He doesn't even know how to be a player. Um, I said, I love you first, but I felt that he loved me. There you go. Aww. Well, I said I love you, but he said I love you back mm-hmm. the same night. Yeah. You better. You better have. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been a bad job that night. Yeah, yeah I'd have been embarrassed. <laughs> Let me ask Shaw this as we get ready to wrap up for my, and it's not serious, but we got couples just trying to figure it out on a brink of some on the brink of divorce. Some when is it too late? When do you feel is it ever too late? Is it and just just a war, a piece of advice for couples listening trying to find their their perfect match? You want you want to take it? You want me? Yeah. I, I would I would say honestly go back to the the script, yeah, the vision. Go back to the beginning, like why we came together, mm-hmm. and, and and literally work from there. A lot of times life is happening. Every day, you got new twists and turns that come up. You got those unexpected things that come up in life. And it's like, if you don't know how to deal with it, the easiest thing to do is to get frustrated with your partner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, I can't stand you because you can't you can't solve this problem. You yep. can't answer to this problem right now. So now I don't even want to deal with you. Like, I'm going to go find somebody that can answer these problems. Yep. And at the end of the day, you got to just go back to the basics sometimes. Yep. Go back to the root of why y'all got together. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, getting help. Sometimes y'all try to work through these problems that y'all never had before mm-hmm. and think that y'all going to resolve it all. Y'all got to mm-hmm. get help. And understanding that commitment lasts longer than community. You got to get amongst a community of other couples that are doing things that you're doing that are thinking the way that you're thinking that's headed where you're, where you're trying to head to. And as, as we say quite often, like you want to be, be around couples that have your answers and not share your problems. Mm, you want to be that. around individuals and, and couples that have the answers, been there, done that, have experienced what you're going through right now. Because at the end of the day, it's going to be levels and levels and levels, and every level is going to present its sets of challenges. But if you're going through those challenges by yourself and trying to figure it out, it's so easy to point the finger at your partner. Yeah, you got to turn that mirror to yourself and say, wait, what about me? What am I doing wrong in this situation before I turn the finger and blame my wife? Yeah. Or my husband, and then let's go find help. You talked about having count like counseling and therapy. That's super important. I think everybody. I don't care if your relationship good, bad. You need to do yeah, that. You need it. Everybody 100%. needs to do that. Bro. Definitely. I don't care what level you you think it's perfect. It could be even better. One thousand percent. And like we tell people, like counseling should be a lifestyle. It's not just when things are wrong. Yeah. But if you have things that are going wrong, you got to get with some counseling. Mm-hmm. It's a life should be a lifestyle. We tell people all the time, like. I love the North platform. Like we are the car insurance for your relationship. Mm-hmm. You don't wait till you get into an accident to get car insurance. You want to be covered at all times in case something comes up that you can't handle. Yep. You know where you know who to call to get with the right people mm-hmm. to make sure y'all get back on the road and on the path to success that y'all were uh, on the path for before you got into the situation. Yeah. Um, if I can give some maybe like closure to to those that are 
on the brink of breaking up or just divorcing. I think too often we think that we're searching for the right one, the right person. You can't marry the wrong person, but you could marry or get in a relationship with a situation that just doesn't fit you. So you have more control of what's happening. So it's not the person, it's the situation. Mm -hmm. So what can you do about that situation? How can you change this around? And even going back to like why you got together, oftentimes you got together because of sexual chemistry or the booty looked good or the car or the bankroll. And honestly, none of those things is when it's gonna last. Love is not enough. A big booty is not enough. A huge bankroll is not enough. What is enough is having a shared vision, dream, and goal. Mm. Sharing a passion. Doing something you can actually grow and build together. This is what's common ground here. And for most of our friends that we have in our community that share the same type of love story, they have that common ground. Vision, dreams, and goals. We shared that. That was one. And we figured out how to build together. Because everything else falls apart. But you will always keep driving and going towards something. You will have a reason to fight for your relationship and your family every day if you share a vision, dream, and goal. Don't fight for, for who's Don't right. Don't fight for who who's right, but fight for what is right. Have something yeah. to fight for. That's it. That's, well. That's good. And I think, any closing words on this episode? What? <laughs> <laughs> I think the coaches covered it all. Yeah, I think they did too, y'all. So again... Thank y'all for tuning into the episode. This was like the the business and love or love and business as y'all yeah. call it edition. Yeah. Um, and hopefully y'all was able to extract something to help you in your relationship. Um, I know we're still learning and growing. I know y'all even still learning 100%. and growing. This relationship thing is a constant thing. So again, just keep working on it and uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in this episode. I hope you're getting an extreme amount of value. I want you to go ahead and comment below. Share with me your biggest takeaway. In addition to that, my number one goal is for me to be able to grow all of my social platforms so I can give you info, insight, strategy, and gain from every platform there is. So take a minute to follow me on Instagram at Neil So same exact name on Twitter, same exact name on TikTok, and follow me on LinkedIn at Nehemiah Davis. I would love for you to be able to be tuned into my articles and everything that I drop relating to helping you get to that next level in your life. Tune in.